Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here, again, host of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. Today, we have an awesome guest. I'm really excited to be interviewing the author of Real Estate Evolution. He comes out of the DC metro area, Mr. Dan Roshan. Hope I got the name right. Entrepreneur, agent, author, thought leader, father. Excited to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate that. No, I've no got worries, a dog man. and cats and all kinds of stuff, man. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> well, hey, tell us today, uh, right out of the gate, everybody sitting here going, do I really want to listen to this guy? Uh, tell us why we should listen, what you want to talk about here for the next 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, so Jeff, so you and I were having a little bit of a, a preview of coming attractions, and we talked about uh, really about the evolution of a business being starting at personal development and then going into lead generation and then organization building and leadership. And it really does go in that order. You know, without, without one, you, you really can't get to the next. And what the foundation of that is, is the personal development. And it's one of the pieces that I see a lot of coaches, a lot of uh, team leaders, et cetera, sort of bypass. It seems like the starting point in a lot of the training starts with the lead generation, which is appropriate, yet, if you're not being the very best version of yourself, possible, then you're not going to get the very best, uh, you know, out of life and out of your sales business. I love it. And I think the number one question, it's interesting. Um, when I went out to see Gary Keller last year in 2019, Gary asked me where I wanted to go, which is the best question a leader can ask someone. I think you'd probably agree with that. Next best question is how are you going to get there? And then the third best solution is our company hopefully is the solution to helping you get there. So you're right. I think everybody listening to podcasts, going out, learn how to be an agent. They talk about leads and lead conversion, but those are jobs, right? Those yeah, aren't helping are. impact and influence the lives of others. Those are certainly not working at your highest level of being able to provide influence and impact to others. So let's talk about that first step of changing ourselves. I think that's not easy. Okay. Now I know I want to do something more. I want to be like Dan when I grow up. What book do I read? What podcast do I listen to? What person do I mastermind with? What coach do I hire? Oh, it's too much work. Let's just generate leads and make some money. And I really well, feel like a lot of people end up in that situation. Yeah, maybe. And, and you, I think that you're correct on that, Jeff. And it's really about, you know, you said about help, you know, where do you want to go? And, you know, and that is, is, a, is a starting point, right? Because if you understand where you are and you understand where you want and where you intend to go, then then you just have to figure out how, and there's a, there's a little hack before you figure out how, which would be who's gone there before me. Because, you know, you, you were sharing with me before the interview that when you were building a team early on, you travel across the entire country to look at other team owners and say, what have you done? Well, that's being extraordinarily intentional. Like that's intentionality on fire yep. of somebody else has done this before me. And if I can understand what they've done before me, if yes, then how is the, is the yep. question that I encourage for the listeners and viewers to consider. 
Um, that, you just have to find evidence. You just yeah. have to find. Well, the beauty is no one's telling the listeners what they need to have as their goal. No one will also tell you what you have to do. You have to discover that for yourself. So if your goal is to do ABC, you need to go find other people that have done ABC at the highest level in the country or in the world. It can start in your own city. So it's funny. Agents today joke with me now that I'm the number one. I've had the number one team for six years. We're now launching a KW brokerage, which we hope to be the number one brokerage in a couple of years. And I told a handful of agents my first year in 2006, when I was 22 years old, just graduated college, had no money to my name, had never made more than 20 grand a year working side gigs while going to college and having a baby, getting married, all that stuff. I told people I'd be the number one agent in Nebraska in 10 years. And everyone thought I was a cocky little punk, but that was where my mind was. I want to be the number one agent in Nebraska. And seven years later, I was, I had the number one team in the world at Berkshire Hathaway. So it's pretty crazy to think it's all about your mindset. Where do you want to go? And I, I just got done watching um, The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. And he talks about, he doesn't want to just win a national championship. He wants to win it three times over. Like it wasn't yeah. enough to just win once. I got to win three because no one else has ever done that before. And, and if, you Jeff, think- if you if you could become number one in seven years, then that's evidence right there. It can be done. There right. And how would you describe yourself? Some cocky young kid. Some punk right. with big goals. And then right. I ask myself, how do I get there? Right. Yeah. And so one of the one of the challenges, and I'd love you to help us solve this problem, Dan, on this podcast. But one of my challenges early on was I would meet people locally that didn't think the way I did. Everybody was good making 50 grand, 70 grand, 80 grand, whatever the number was, they would consistently do it year after year and they wouldn't change. So the result never changed. And then I started listening to podcasts and the person doing the interviews never asked the questions I wanted them to ask because I wanted them to ask the questions that would solve the problems I was having today, not solve the problems that maybe they had experienced. They're trying to solve their own thing and thinking about their audience. So I kept wanting to ask questions and I couldn't. And then I'd read books that were outdated. The book, tell me when your book started getting written. Most books started two, three years ago as an idea. Some of those concepts are already outdated by the time the books get published. So I was struggling with podcasts. I was struggling with books. I was struggling with my local market. And I thought, you know what, to get to 1000 units, which was my goal, which I'm going to do this year. I thought I'm going to have to go out and learn from the best. And I started reaching out to strangers, just people that were in the top 1000 list. I went to the top 50 people and just called them and said, can I come visit? And every person I called said yes. Yeah, because high achievers want to contribute. That's a part of what makes them high achievers. And you talk about timeliness, not only, yes, I started writing Real Estate Evolution about two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Not only is some of it outdated, uh, and well, I did write it to be evergreen to the best that I could. However, when I was writing, there was a section of the book that I shared about Facebook advertising. Mm-hmm. By the time I finished writing the section, Facebook changed the rules. Yep. I rewrote it. Guess what? They Facebook changed the rules again. Rules. Yep. Third time, I'm like, you know what? Yep. I, screw it. I'm just going to go real high level general on this <laughs> and say, here's the basics of it. Now right. go find somebody, you know, now here's right. some resources that you could go help you because by the time you read this, it's going to, yep. you know, it's not going to apply. I've heard they've rewritten millionaire real estate agent multiple times and every time they go to release, it's already outdated. So they're like, eh, let's just... Let's just table it. We're not, we're not, we're not putting this thing out here. So here we are on a podcast today. Hopefully I'm asking the questions my audience members want me to ask. I know I talk too much. Hopefully my audience gets value from that as well. I'm even going to upsell my workshop that's coming up. Hopefully this uh, episode airs before we host that workshop, but I have a workshop in September and October. Would love to have you come into town, Dan, if you're comfortable traveling. I know some cities are on super lockdown. Omaha's open as long as we wear masks and social distance. So we're going to Um, the September workshop has about 30 people registered as of now. 
We hope to get about 50 out. October workshops at about 15 registrations now, but it's an investment workshop on a Monday and it's a team building and brokerage building workshop on a Tuesday. I'm at the entire event. We always bring in VIPs from across the country that are thought leaders, business owners, et cetera, that will speak as well. So if anyone wants more information about the workshop and they want to come check it out this fall and they're sick of being at their house, they're sick of virtual meetings, we are not offering a virtual option. That is not on the table. This is in person. Come to Omaha. Um, you can find out more about these events at eliterealestatesystems.com. Click on events. Dan. I can't, I can't do this on Zoom? Come on. I want another Zoom. This will not be a Zoom option. This will be in person. <laughs> All right. So everybody knows they need to change if they want change in their lives, but they're so busy, right? They've got yeah. their first baby. They've got kids, soccer. They've got a new dog. They've got their parents. They're taking care of whatever the thing is. We all create reasons why we can't achieve at a higher level, but we know to be bigger, better, the best versions of ourselves to be better leaders, we have to grow. In your opinion, after everything you've seen and done, and you've been through all sorts of things, what do you think is some of the, are some of the top hacks that those listening could implement in their lives today to get, to have greater impact and change so that they can become the person that they want to become and hopefully eventually the leader that they want to become? Yeah, I'll give you those hacks. Before I give you the hacks, I want to give you a strategy because because I can give you the hacks and then, you know, it's it's like here, eat this and exercise this much. Well, you already know how to be fit. You already know how to how to uh, to be thin. It, yet, you know, are you are you empowered to do that? Right? Are you going to do it? So the first step is to understand why is it that you want to do whatever it is that you want to do. Because that's the connectivity that sometimes when I'm coaching other people, for example, and they forget to take the action that they, they say they're committed to, it's, it's really, it's because there's a disconnect of why do you want to do this versus you already know what to do in most cases. Okay. So it. now once you understand that why, then, you know, there's, then the house shows up in, in this, the hacks, as you call them, would be. To, to really, to you know, it's understand that it's, it's working on the programming. So that's where you want to work, look, look at first is your programming, because that leads to your thoughts, leads to your feelings, which leads to your actions, which leads to your results, which leads back to your programming. So if you have phenomenal programming and phenomenal thoughts, eventually you're going to have phenomenal results. And if you have crappy programming or crappy thoughts, guess what? You're going to have end up with crappy, uh, crappy results. So when you're looking at that programming, you can actually adjust it by, you mentioned it earlier, by the people that you hang out with. Uh, there's things that you could do such as meditation. And meditation for a lot of people seems like this woo-woo thing. Meditation is connecting your subconscious with your conscious. And if yep. you understand that your subconscious is what gets you what you want in life, not your consciousness... So it's like your consciousness programs your subconscious and then your subconscious goes out and gets it. Well, meditation connects the two of those together, which then could put that subconscious on hyperdrive. You can do affirmations. You can do visualization. Uh, we all do affirmations, right? I might stub my toe and be like, oh, man, I'm stupid, right? That's an affirmation. That is. I don't even like saying that right now, okay? Right. Okay, or I can stub my toe and say, yeah, that hurts, and I'm going to make sure that I – situate my, my body so I don't do that again. And I mentioned visualization. Visualization can be when you visualize in a crystal clear manner, your mind cannot understand the difference between reality and visualization. It cannot understand the difference. So when you know where you want to go, when you know why you want to go there, 
and then you visualize being there, your, 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 your conscious mind is again, feeding that subconscious, you know, and then exercising it. and reading, those are some other ways that some other hacks to be able to, uh, to get you where you want to go. Yeah. I heard one time, I don't know where it was said. If you know, tell me, but I read somewhere that the difference between you and me are the books that you read, the people you meet and the podcasts you listen to. And you talked about programming. We all come from different programming. We all grew up in different situations, different countries, different languages, different colors, religions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I believe we all have equal opportunities in the country that we live in. I think we can all become anything we want to be back to that punk kid at 22, just had a baby had no money to my name, going around saying, oh, I'm going to be the number one in Nebraska. Did I really believe it? I mean, I must have because it manifested in seven years and not 10. But it wasn't just about saying it to your point. It's about, okay, now I need to program that. If that's where I want to go, what do I specifically need to do? And there's a great book out there as well about by Hal Elrod, the, which he goes through the savers. And the savers represent different activities. And he's talking about scribing, just like you said, affirmations, reading, working out, exercising. These are like the hacks of highly successful people. But I think that you nailed something that most people don't spend enough time on. And that is why. Why do I want a six pack? Is it so girls yeah. think I'm hot? Is it so I feel better about myself because I got made fun of in high school? Like, is it a good reason or is it a negative reason? And you see a lot of people, me included, we're all lose 50 pounds, gain 50 pounds. So I think it's because I get to where I thought I wanted to be and realize I'd rather eat and not I'm no happier, but that donut looks really good. Right, exactly. <laughs> or that workout, I'm not excited to get up at six and do that workout. So uh, this happens in business all the time as I coach, I've coached thousands of agents and they'll make their first hundred thousand dollars and they're disappointed. And I'm like, Hey, you hit your number. What, why are you disappointed? And so the whole focus for us is telling agents. And I said this at family reunion for Keller Williams on stage a couple months ago. It's not about the ones and zeros in a bank account. It's about living and leading the life of our dreams. The ones and zeros give us freedom. They don't actually make us happy. And so it's helping people define what's your dream and celebrating the fact that the ones and zeros will allow them to live and lead that lifestyle. Style, not as much just to celebrate the ones and zeros by themselves. By themselves, they're depressing because you know how much time you and energy you sacrifice to put money in a bank account. But if you can talk about what you're going to do with that money, that becomes exciting. And that's what we choose to celebrate at KW Elite. Yeah, it's about it's about who you're going to be rather than than what you're going to have. You know, exactly. it's, it's, it's who you're going to be first. And, and you mentioned this, Jeff, about when you were telling yourself within 10 years that you would be the top in Nebraska and you did it in seven. And you shared that with others. And that was great. Yet, the most important person that you shared that with was yourself. Okay? Because when you share, because that's, when you sit there and you say, who should you focus on influencing the most to be able to get the most out of life? It's you. Okay? It's not somebody else. It doesn't matter if somebody else believes in me or not. It matters what do I believe in. Okay, because if I believe that I could do something and I know I could do it as long as somebody else in a similar circumstance in front of me has done so, I just have to study them and do the same freaking thing that they do and you'll get there at some point. I love it. And when I was 22, I had all the time on my hands. I used sure. to joke with agents that even if I would, I would literally beat them out in overall sales per year because I would outlive them was my, <laughs> was my joke, but it's now becoming a reality, which is kind of sad, but the average age of an agent was about 65, 66. When I got in the business, I still think that's the average age. And it's so funny. I'm 38 today, uh, 15 years later in the business. And I still feel like the young person in the room. So if you have an age complex, real estate's one of the best industries to get into because the average agent's in their late sixties and you'll always feel young until you're in your sixties. 
So um, any other life hacks you can think of? So we talked about a lot and we could go into, into more depth on some of these topics we've already discussed or we can bring up something completely different. Well, I would say that it would be appropriate to just take a look at once you, you know, work on that, that, that mindset and be in the very best version of yourself, then it is the next thing is going to be lead generation and then conversion. And when you look at the real estate sales business, this is true of any business, however, right? It comes in this order 100% of the time. If you don't have leads to be able to convert, who cares how well you can convert? Okay, if, you, if you're not able to convert, who cares how good of an organization you can build? And then, you know, leadership at, at the top of that. And so my recommendation for the listeners and viewers is to really just understand that it's one skill built upon the other and the first skill never goes away. Okay, so it never goes away that you're, ne- you're always going to be, in my opinion, my high, high opinion, you should always be developing yourself, always to be the personal best. As a, as a business entrepreneur, you should always be looking for business. Now, your, your, your business might evolve. Like for my business, for example, today, my one thing is finding business. And it's also some days, it's also training, you know, some days it's recruiting, leading, motivating, some days it's, it's looking at the financials, okay? It, but, but the reality of it is, is that I always know what is the most important priority of my business that I need to look at or that I'm going to choose to look at today, and then that's what I'm going to focus on, okay? So, that, so at the beginning, it's going to be lead generation, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then once you can master lead generation, then it's going to be converting. And then when we, uh, as the evolution of our businesses go, then we get into some trouble for some of us, and that's building the organization, and the reason why we get in, some of us get into trouble with that is because it takes a very different skill set to build an organization than it does to lead or it does to, uh, to lead generate, right? Because, the, the, it, in fact, the, the skill set that makes you successful at the leadership and lead generation, for some of us, it gets in your way to build an organization because loving on people and really caring for people and really being competitive, it's bad to be competitive when you're, when you're hiring somebody and your competitor is, 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 is interviewing with them as well, right? And then that, that competitive drive just goes in like, hey, I'm going to hire this guy because he's not, right? right? It's like, well, that might be a mistake, right? Okay, maybe it's not, right? But, that, but your competitive spirit should not be your, your hiring decision maker. And then leadership yeah, like is just simply teaching another person how to think so that they get what they want out of life. Uh, and then Jeff, you'd mentioned it as well. So like, uh, so I, I run the CPI community on Facebook and, uh, and it's a, it's a really large community on, on Facebook that, you know, our goal there is to, is to teach agents how to have consistent and predictable income, right? How to teach new agents the right way to do business, how to teach seasoned agents that might have had just like, they thought they had the best uh, month of, of their lives and they're not sure they could do it again, how they can continue with that instead of riding that roller coaster, and how the top producing agents, how they can, you know, maybe frustrated they're not able to live with their, you know, the lives by design that they've, you know, that, that they've, you know, worked so hard to, to, to have. And so through running that organization, that community, I've learned that, that it's, it's the organization building where most of us get stuck on. And then that leadership piece, you know, that, that comes back to us relatively easy. And then you mentioned, Jeff, about building an organization that's a vehicle for someone else's success. That as a leader is what I believe that a leader should do. And that's what I know that you're doing, Jeff. That's what we're doing. Yep. And that's why we're like, you know, it's, 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 you know, we're both building things that it's like this organization is designed to help somebody else achieve their goals in life, their destiny. 
All right. And when you understand that, you understand that your job as a leader is to help them get there then you're gonna be able to get so much more out of life in your business. Yep, I totally 100% agree. I've, the money comes and goes, but helping people change their lives, there's nothing like that. No money can make you feel the same way it feels to help someone. I, I was with one of my agents the first time she ever swam in the ocean. Oh, wow. um, Another one of my agents, the first time they ever rode a horse. And these were things that were on their vision boards. I watched my first agent have a child because they generated enough money to be able to have a child with uh, in vitro fertilization. But had they not sold real estate, not plugged into all the things that our company offered, they probably would have never gotten there financially to be able to literally change the trajectory of their lives. And that's what it's all about. When it comes to building teams, um, I would recommend you guys go check out that Facebook group. Also, I would invite anyone listening that hasn't heard this invitation to download our business plan. Um, that's free. You can go to Grow with ERS. Dot com, growwithers.com to download our business plan for free, which takes you step by step. And I think the biggest challenge, and you nailed it, Dan, is moving out of your own way. I think that we have as leaders and as people that are strong in the lead gen and converting and people like us, I think we have an endorphin response to success. So I think it feels good to get a listing. I think it feels good to get an appointment. I think it feels good to put a buyer under contract. And as a leader, if you're wanting to leverage everything, you have to be able to step out of certain roles and put somebody else in the role. And you will probably believe they're not going to do as good of a job as you. And that's okay if they don't do as good of a job because your time is going to be replaced now with doing higher, higher income producing activities. And I loved you, Dan, running through the different things you do. I'm the same way. I wear a different hat every day. One day I'm the auditor. One day I'm the recruiter. One day I'm the sales agent. One day I'm a trainer. I mean, as a leader, you're going to wear all those hats. I've heard so many team leaders say, well, you know, I don't know how I can sell and run a team and do the marketing and do all these things at the same time. And I'm like, welcome to leadership. Welcome to entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurs work 80 hour, 80 hour weeks. There's no 40 hours and I check out and I go take my one hour lunch. That's not a business person. That's somebody that has yeah. a job. And I think a lot of times agents have that job mentality and not the business minded mentality. Yeah. I think how does someone get in touch with you, Dan? Uh, best way to get in touch with me, check us out on the CPI community on Facebook. And you can also go to danroshan.com, which uh, has links to our podcasts, our shows, et cetera. And uh, that's the best place to find out more and, and uh, to be able to go to the Real Estate Evolution to order your book there as well. Dan we'll Roshan. Dan, R-O-C-H-O-N. Yes, free. You just got to pay for the shipping. Oh, that's not bad. How much is shipping? Twenty seven dollars. The shipping is eighty seven dollars and forty three cents. All the way from Washington D.C. Nine ninety seven. All right, ten bucks. <laughs> Everybody, go get a book. We'll uh, we'll include links to all that stuff in our show notes. So if you are on YouTube, just go down in the show notes. Um, Dan, this was awesome. We'd love to bring you back on. I love the Facebook group and talking about profitability. I can't tell you how often I've met with top agents like myself and said, you know, how, how'd you guys do last year? And they always want to brag about volume. And then I say, how was the gross revenue? They might know their gross revenue, but then the big one, do you know what your net profit was? And if they can say it, I'll then say, what would your net profit have been had you not sold any real estate? And that is always deer in a headlight. They never can answer that one. What would your net profit have been had you not sold? Because the truth is, for Lowe's listening, this is going to be a little bit of a, a humble moment. You take your own sales out of the equation, which is your job. Your business probably isn't profitable. And if it is, it's probably profitable by a very small margin. I would like to put out there for everyone listening, and I think Dan would second this, I would love everyone listening today to never sell another house the rest of their lives and focus their time on building people because you will create greater impact and influence in the lives of others as you take on that leadership role. And I know Dan and myself are here 
to assist you in that journey. You will be happier, you will have more fulfillment, and you will put more ones and zeros in your bank account. That's the outcome, yes sir. All right, ma'am, well I appreciate it again. Thank you so much on behalf of all of our audience members. You're welcome. Oh, 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 o